Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about how to position yourself as a high-value writer or copywriter to B2B clients. And this is very important because if you can position yourself as as high-value, in other words, as having a lot of value or being very valuable to a potential B2B client, then they're far more likely to hire you as a writer or copywriter and they're less likely to be that concerned about your fees. In fact, they'd be probably delighted to pay your professional fees as long as they're not outrageous, of course. So how do you position yourself as a high-value writer or copywriter to B2B clients? Let me give you an example or a scenario just, just so we can put this in context. Let's say, for example, that a client contacted you, a potential client, you'd never worked with this person before, and they were looking for someone to help them write their next white paper that they're going to use in an important marketing campaign. So they're looking for a white paper writer, and they've contacted you. That's good news. Now, how do you present yourself to that client as someone who offers such high value that you become the obvious choice for them, that they want to hire you as their white paper writer, and they're okay with your high professional fee. How do you do that? Well, the way you do that is what I call uh, the five points of value. If you can communicate the five points of value, then you position yourself as a high value uh, writer to that client. So what are the, what are the five points of value? Well, there, let me go through them. First of all, number one is writing skills. Number two is project expertise. Number three is an understanding of the strategy. Number four is a familiarity with the type of product or service that this client provides. And finally, number five, it's an understanding of the target audience. Okay, so let me go through each one of those one by one and explain each one to you. Number one is obvious, writing skills. Clients want to know that you're a great writer, that you can write fresh, uh, accurate copy that's creative, that's strategic, that's well-written, that reads well, that presents their company in, 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 in the best way. They want a really good writer-communicator. Uh, writing skills are far more important than you might think, although it may seem like there's a glut of freelance writers on the internet. Every, everywhere you look on the internet, there's there's someone hanging a shingle as a freelance writer. Uh, a complaint that I hear from business-to-business clients a lot is, yes, there is a lot of writers around, but very few people who are good writers, and especially writers who know how to write business-to-business communications. So position yourself as, as, a, as a very good writer, someone who can write uh, well-written, accurate, Creative, fresh copy that reads very well, that works, is very, very important. And how do, you, how do you communicate that to a potential client? Well, you do that with your website. Obviously, how well your website, your own website is written, communicates how, how good of a writer that you are. 
your portfolio sample and any communications that you write to promote yourself has to be an example of your best writing because potential clients will judge you for that. So writing skills, very, very important. If you can demonstrate that, then you, you've covered that first point of the five points of value. The second point of value is project expertise. Do you know the best practices of writing the particular type of project that the client needs written? For example, a white paper. Do you know how to write a white paper? Do you know how long white papers typically are? Do you know how they're structured? Do you know the best practices of researching and writing the white paper? The more you can demonstrate to a client that you're an expert on the type of project that they need to have created, the higher value you will be to that client. So uh, something I always say, for example, uh, when I'm talking with a client about a particular project, let's say, for example, I'm talking to a potential client about a white paper project. I will often try to find ways to communicate to that client that I understand the best practices of writing that project. For example, if I'm inquiring about how long the white paper should be, uh, I will ask the question like this. I'll say, Mr. Client, the ideal length of a, tip of a white paper is typically seven to eight pages long. Now, do you, do you see the white paper being longer or shorter than that for some reason? Or do you want to go with the ideal length? So what I'm, what I'm communicating there is that I understand how long a white paper should be, that I understand the ideal length. And what I'm asking is that, is, is this white paper going to be an exception to that rule? Is there some reason why they need it to be longer or shorter? So always look for ways when you're talking to a client to communicate that you really understand how to write that particular type of project that they need to have created. So that's project expertise. And number three, the third point of value, is an understanding of the strategy. By strategy, I mean an understanding of the communication strategy or the marketing strategy, why they're creating this particular piece to begin with, and how they're going to use it and why they're going to use it. For example, if they're going to ask you to write a white paper, do you understand how white papers are used? Do you understand why companies use white papers? How do they use them? How do white papers fit in their marketing campaigns and their communication strategy? You know, where do they use them? What's the benefit? Do you know? You know, you shouldn't be writing a project in isolation. You should know the big picture of how it fits and why companies use it. For a white paper, for example, you should know that white papers are often used in lead generation campaigns. They're often posted as a free giveaway on websites to capture email addresses and names of potential clients. They're often used to, uh, at trade shows as handouts. They're often used in many other ways to help, help a company sell their products and services by generating leads, by establishing thought leadership in the industry for a particular type of technology or best practice. So you need to know these things. You need to know the big picture. You need to know the strategy behind why they are uh, producing the white paper to begin with. And you need to have an understanding of, of that strategy. You don't need to become an expert at it, just an understanding. So if you're talking to a client about a white paper and they say something like, yeah, we're going to use it in a, in a lead generation campaign next month. And you go, uh, lead generation? Uh, what, what, what's, what is that? What is lead generation? Well, you're not going to instill a lot of confidence in, in that particular client 
because she's going to be thinking, boy, this person doesn't even know what lead generation is. And I'm asking this person to write our white paper that we're going to use in a lead generation campaign. So you won't be uh, communicating that much value there. So you need to have an understanding of the client's strategy. Ask some questions, but demonstrate that you understand their strategy. Because if you do, then you're going to be much more valuable to them. So those are the first three points of value. Writing skills, project expertise, an understanding of the strategy. The fourth point of value is a familiarity with the type of product or service that your client is providing. This is very important. Clients really don't want to have to educate you extensively on their products and services. Yes, they expect to get you up to speed because their forklift trucks are different from someone else's forklift trucks and you need to understand their unique features and benefits. And they know that there's going to be a bit of a learning curve there. But if you have no idea what a forklift truck is, you know, if a client contacts you and says, we sell forklift trucks, and you go, what are those? <laughs> you know, or you just have some vague understanding of a forklift truck, then that's going to be a red flag. They're going to go, wow, we want this person to write about our products and services, and yet this person doesn't even understand anything about our products and services. So you need to demonstrate to a client that you're familiar with their types of product and services. You don't need to know all the details, just familiar. For example, I do a lot of business with companies, training companies, companies that do training to professional audiences. For example, uh, I work with one company that does training for real estate agents. So I know a lot about training in general. I know a lot about the big events that they put on, the private coaching, the online programs. I know a lot about that generally. I'm not an expert, but I'm very familiar with the type of, of services they provide. And that makes me valuable to those clients because they don't have to educate me on what they do. I'm not a deer in headlights when they talk about their, you know, their services and their training programs. I have a general understanding of, of training for professional audiences. And that means that I can get up to speed on their products and services very, very quickly. And that's valuable to a client. Saves them a lot of time, saves them a lot of trouble. So that's the fourth point of value. You're familiar with their type of products and services. And finally, the fifth point of value, and this is one of the most important ones next to writing skills, is an understanding of the target audience. If you, can, if you understand the audience, the target market that your client is, is targeting, then that makes you very, very valuable. Let me give you an example. A few years ago, I worked with uh, a veterinarian who was transitioning into a copywriting career. He had retired and he was transitioning uh, as, as a marketing copywriter. And his target market were companies that sold to veterinarians. Okay, so he, he got two or three clients almost immediately. And I think the reason why is because he understands their target audience very, very well. He understands veterinarians. He understands veterinarian clinics and, and what motivates veterinarians to buy products and services and equipment and, and things of that nature. So he understands that, that market very well. So when he approached a company and said he was a copywriter, he could demonstrate that he understands their target audience, veterinarians, because he is one, right? So, so that gave him a huge advantage, made him very high value to potential clients. 
Uh, now that doesn't mean you know if you know if you're if if you're uh, targeting companies that sell to accountants or engineers or people like that, you don't necessarily have to be that in order. You don't have to be a, an accountant in order to write for a company that sells to accountants. But you do need to understand their target audience well. If you can demonstrate to a potential client that you understand their target audience, that you understand the world of teachers or, you know, you understand uh, accountants who are in private practice or you understand real estate agents and what they go through, what motivates them to buy certain types of products and services. If you understand their world generally, then that's going to make you very valuable to, to clients because you already have a basic understanding of their target audience. Again, you don't have to be an expert in their target audience. You just need to demonstrate that you have a basic understanding of their target audience. And that makes you very valuable to a potential client because, again, they don't have to educate you on their target audience. You already know the target audience very well. And, and therefore, you probably will be able to write to that audience very effectively. And that's very valuable to a client. Okay. So those are the five points of value. Writing skills, project expertise, an understanding of the strategy, a familiarity with the type of product and service, and an understanding of the target audience. If you can communicate those five things to a potential client, then that makes you, uh, that positions you as, as a high-value writer to them, and you're much more likely to get them eager to hire you and to, uh, and to have no trouble getting your uh, professional fee. Now, let me give you an example of this just to illustrate how important these five points of value are. Uh, many of you may know who Gordon Graham is. Gordon Graham is known in the industry as that white paper guy. He's one of the leading experts on writing white papers. And here's a guy who has more business than, than he can handle. Now, does Gordon Graham offer those five points of value when he's talking to a potential new client? Well, let's see. Does he have, number one, writing skills? Oh, he certainly does. He's a great writer. And he demonstrates that on his website and in all his marketing materials. Is he an, does he have project expertise? Well, yeah, he's written over 150 white papers. He wrote the book on writing white papers. He knows writing white papers backwards and forwards, up and down. Does he understand the strategy? In other words, does he understand how white papers are used by companies in their marketing and in their branding? Well, yes, he does. He's written about it. He has uh, articles about it. He knows, he knows the strategy very well. Is he familiar with the type of products and services that his clients provide? Well, you know, he specializes in working with IT companies and data management companies and technology companies like that. So he is probably very familiar with the type of products and services his clients provide. In fact, I, I imagine he probably turns down, because he has so much work available, clients where he doesn't quite understand or is not really an expert on what they do. Probably, you know, I would, I would imagine Gordon Graham prefers to work with clients that he's, where he's very familiar with what they do with their product and service. And number five, does he understand the target audience? In most cases, I would say yes. He probably has a deep understanding of, the, of, of those who, who read white papers to help make buying decisions. Engineers, senior executives, B2B buyers. So he, he hits those five points of value um, 
completely. And therefore, he's very high value to clients. And therefore, clients are eager to hire him and they have no trouble paying his professional rate. Now, do you need to hit all five points of value to be valuable to a client? Well, no. You can be weak in one or even two areas. You may, you may, uh, you, you may be talking to a client where you have the first four, your writing ability, project expertise, an understanding of the strategy, you're familiar with their type of product or service, but number five you're weak on. You're not really uh, familiar with that client's target audience. You really don't know their target audience very well. Maybe they're selling to uh, teachers and you just don't really know teachers very well. Well, then you're weak in that one point of value. You can still get the client and still position yourself as high value. You just have to understand that you're going to be weak in that one area. You're going to need to get up to speed very, very quickly there. And it may be a reason why the client doesn't hire you because you don't understand their target audience. So those five points of value are very, very important. And if you can hit those notes, those five points of value, every time you speak to a brand new potential client, then they're going to be more likely to be eager to hire you and more likely to pay your top professional rates. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you enjoyed this podcast or if you have any topic suggestions or ideas or comments, please shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. My email address is steve at stevesalonwhite.com and you can reach me right there. So until next week's B2B Writing Success Podcast, have a great week with your B2B copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.